This is the X and Y podcast, season two, episode four. So I thought I'd uh, let you in on what happened to me yesterday. I got uh, my first ever speeding ticket. I was riding my motorbike, something that uh, if you've never ridden a motorbike, you may not understand, but I recommend it. It really gives you a feeling of freedom and, uh, well, freedom unless, of course, you get pulled over by traffic cops who ruin your day. If you uh, are a policeman or you know anybody who is in law enforcement, then um, fuck you. Because uh, you ruin people's days, you ruin people's lives. And uh, I have, like I said before, in um, a conversation in a podcast about family law, uh, I have no sympathy for police when they uh, suffer the consequences of their job. Uh, you are the police are basically the henchmen of evil government, and uh, I do not accept the uh, excuse of only doing my job. As I said, that was the main line of defence at the Nuremberg trials, supposedly, and uh, it. It's an excuse that can never be acceptable. Anyway, so I got pulled over. I was uh, I was actually going for a more, much more leisurely ride than usual. And uh, the speed limits in Japan are especially low. So I was on a very long straight road through the countryside, and the uh, speed limit was 50 kilometers per hour which is 30 miles per hour on a long straight stretch of road in the countryside. Unbelievably low. I don't actually look very closely at my speedo because when you're riding a bike, you need to pay much more attention to the road ahead. And when you're riding a big bike, uh, my bike is 900cc, it's pretty it's a sports tour, it's a Yamaha Diversion, it's an XJ900S. It, I mean, it's it's not up there with all the big sports bikes, but it's, it's pretty fast, pretty powerful. And uh, the speedo goes up to 240 kilometers per hour. Sorry, not sure what that is in miles per hour. Um, I've never gone that fast, however, the fastest I've ever been on my bike is 180 kilometers per hour, and that felt fast enough for me, um, because basically the road, I've not been on my bike on a motorway, and uh, the stretch of road where I tested my bike's top speed basically ran out, I ran out of road, so I'm not sure how fast it can really go. Anyway, yesterday I was out for a ride, a leisurely ride. I thought I'd go up to uh, have a look at uh, Mount Fuji. And um, as I said, I was on a long, clear, straight stretch of road. And uh, the mirrors on my bike are pretty rubbish. Uh, not that I really need to use them much, but... Uh, Basically, all I can see is my elbows, 
I've tried adjusting them, I can see very little because they don't stick out very far. And while I was going along this stretch of road, which I thought was a very leisurely safe pace, um, a, a traffic cop on a motorbike appeared behind me. Well, I didn't actually see him appear behind me. He suddenly appeared from nowhere. I, I actually heard his siren before I saw him. And uh, he pulled me over and uh, told me I was over the speed limit. He told me I was doing 73 in a 50 zone. And um, I'm glad he didn't try lecturing me on road safety because uh, I wasn't uh, going to listen to it and I probably would have argued with him. But um, interestingly, the lecture, he, the roadside lecture that he did give me, I felt was probably quite a useful piece of information because what he said was that if you go 20 kilometers per hour over the speed limit, you get two points on your license and a fine. If you go 40 kilometers per hour over the speed limit, you get four points. And he didn't say whether the fine is more than the 20 kilometer per hour um, fine, but he didn't tell me that. And he said, if you go 60 kilometers per hour over the speed limit, you get six points and you get banned. You get your license taken away, which seems pretty harsh. Uh, anyway, I suppose, I mean, if you're going 30, if you're in a 30 zone and you're doing 90, then yeah, sure, that is pretty, probably too fast. But although there are 30 zones in Japan where you could safely go 100 or more. But anyway, um, so actually he did give me interesting advice. Um, he was polite but then again your enemies normally are your worst enemies normally are polite and stab you in the back as I said he is a henchman of evil government so uh, he uh, he said I was doing 73 he pointed to the dashboard on his bike in front of mine and said can I see that and yeah I saw it said 73 of course that doesn't mean I was doing 73 that just means that the dashboard on his bike says 73. I have no way of knowing. And afterwards, I mean, with hindsight, I was like, I was lying awake last night thinking about this and it, I couldn't sleep. I was thinking, actually, he didn't show me any evidence. He didn't show me any photo or video. He just, so what they do in Japan is they basically talk, they, they're basically con artists. They talk you into confessing to something, whether you've done it or not. And um, I, I basically got lulled into uh, admitting that I'd done it. And um, he wrote the ticket. I had to sign the document. And he pulled out. And this is something they do in Japan, the police. You have to put your, they pull out a little ink pad and you have to put your fingerprint on your signed confession. Whether it's a speeding ticket or whether it's something more serious. So a word of warning, if you come to Japan, 
apparently the best thing you can do is stay quiet and refuse to sign and I know this because years ago when I was going through all the uh, the family court divorce and uh, fighting the uh, fighting the system which was, turned out to be futile of course it always is I was asked to uh, sign and put my fingerprint on something and um, I actually refused to do it and they um, not the first time the first time I got lulled into it but the second time it happened I was more mentally prepared and I refused to do it and interestingly they just accepted it they they didn't fight it they when I said I refused to do it they said okay and they let me go so if you do get pulled over if you get stopped or in trouble with anything in Japan you don't have to sign you don't have to put your fingerprint on anything it's just their way because the Japanese police basically work mainly on confessions and uh, that's a known fact um, it certainly is known in Japan so don't think that you have to do it because you don't so he tried to ruin my day but anyway after they, if, if, of course it pissed me off because it's 12,000 yen I don't know what that is in your money but 12,000 yen you can look it up and um, two points on my license and they have a, a licensing system here where if you don't have any if I think if you go for five years without any um, uh, without any misdemeanor what are they called not misdemeanors without any traffic offenses you get a gold license and they have this gold strip across it and my license will now go back down to a blue license. However, he said to me that after three months, if I don't commit any more traffic offences, the, the two points will be removed. Um, and he said, however, um, what did he say? He said, if I do commit an offence within three months, the points will stay on plus I'll get more points added although I don't know how long they'll last for so yeah um, there we are the uh, law enforcement I mean it's essentially it's a kind of oppression isn't it I mean that it's it's another stream of income for government and the judiciary and um, it's just really about oppressing people and ruining their day and if you are a traffic cop or you know a traffic cop you know well fuck you you know you, you ruin people's days you ruin people's lives and uh, there's absolutely no excuse for what you do